Chicharrón, papa, frijol, pastor. Los caballos deben irse al aeropuerto de la Ciudad de México. Pásale, buena, pásale. Chicharrón, papa, frijol, pastor. Welcome to another episode of my podcast, Mexico Underground. I'm Ubish, your host, as pretty much always in every episode. Thank you for listening. And well, today we have a great interview with a really, with a very dear friend of mine. We met many years ago when I was teaching cooking classes. She was over there, a student, and now I'm really happy to see that she has a great cooking school and she has been doing a lot of online cooking all over this quarantine. So we're going to have her on the interview. We have a few news that I wanted to share. Apparently this month on June, starting from the 15th of June, a few of the things are starting to be opening gradually. Uh, pretty much what the government calls it, this new normality. So on the 15th, uh, a lot of the subway stations that they have been closed since the 23rd of April are going to be open, but gradually. Also, uh, we had a lot of cars that they were not allowed to circulate. Also, that they are going to be allowed back in the streets. Uh, personally, I don't like this news because in my neighborhood it has been very calm, very quiet, and you can see it in the sky how clear and beautiful it is. Uh, but yeah, the cars are going to be allowed back. On the 16th, all the manufacturer business are going to be open. On the 22nd, markets and street markets are going to be open again. On the 23rd, all the historical center will reopen because it was closed. On the 24th, all the hotel industry will open again at 30% of its capacity. On the 25th, shopping malls and department stores are going to be open at 30% of its capacity and on the 28th all the churches and everything related to religion will open at 50% of its capacity. Also the government of the city says that in July they are going to increase the test of COVID-19 by the double which means that monthly we're going to have a hundred and thousand tests made every month which i still consider that it's a very low number but well that's what the government has been deciding lately anyway uh we have our interview with my friend graciela it's going to be very fun very interesting and if you can i suggest you to join to one of her cooking experiences all right let's go to the interview so today we are with my friend Graciela. How are you, Grace? Hola, how are you, Arturo? Uh, delightful to be here with your audience. Hello, Mexico on the ground friends. How are you? <laughs> so me and Grace, we have met since oh, a couple of time ago uh, when we were both cooking a lot. And I'm really glad to see how she is now sharing all the knowledge that she has on her cooking school to share all the traditional recipes and all about that. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your project of Aura Cooking Classes, Graciela? 
Yes, Arturo, pues eh, two years, I have been teaching cooking classes for 10 years and two years ago I was able to open a cooking studio. It's a family cooking place where I am able to share with people from around the world. Um, we go to the market together, we cook and then we share around Aura's table. And this is my life, this is my passion. I love, love to share Mexican gastronomy with all these uh, guests that we welcome. I have been very lucky to try your food and you cook very well and your flavors are super traditional that brings you back memories of your family, of your grandma. So I'm really glad that you can share all of that. And I'm sure that right now with the current quarantine, this has affected your business, but I hope that this is going to be over sooner than we expect. And I, th I think that you have had a lot of people that are Mexicans, but maybe not living in Mexico, right, Graciela, in your cooking classes? Yes, it's a, I, I want to share with you actually a story, Arturo, that I, that I love. Is that, for example, I welcome this family where the mother was a, was Mexican and she was living abroad. And he, she remembered like the enchiladas her mother prepared. So she did a special travel to Mexico to be able to show to their family, to, the, to her kids, uh, the actual flavor of an enchilada. So she was like carving for this, uh, craving for this one. And so she took my uh, class and we were able to recreate those enchiladas for her. And I can tell you about how happy I was to see her smile and to be able for her to share this with her family. So she was able to go back to in time. We create all these wonderful memories with her family and now uh, connect her new family to that one. So we prepared the salsa in a molquejete, the traditional style. And then we fried the tortillas, we fill it with chicken. So it was delicious. And on top we had like cream on top, cheese, a little bit of onion. So it was like a really, really special class for me because I can see that she was really, really happy to share that and to pass that to the next generation. So this is the reason why. This is one of my favorite stories. I can't tell you many, but this, this is the one I really like. Uh, just by picturing that enchilada in my mind, I got hungry. And I have a question. Was it a unique style of enchilada, like a regional one, or just like the classic ones that we know in the city, red and green? Well, she did a... Uh, She did have the the green ones, and actually with three three versions, because she didn't recall exactly, and she didn't know how to tell me. So I really helped her to achieve the one. So we prepare the traditional one, or the one that you and I uh, eat every day, <laughs> the uh -huh. traditional with the uh, boiled salsa, and then we fry it, and then a little bit of chicken broth. But I also try another version that involves a little bit of cream, and then we try another one that we. Uh, even uh, bake them a little bit in the oven. Uh -huh. And finally, it was the second one, the one with a little bit of cream in the salsa, and that was the flavor of her mother. So we didn't make only one. We did a lot of versions for enchilada until, until we have the perfect one for her. That's great. And I wonder if right now you have been adapting to this, uh, well, the quarantine, if you are doing any enchilada tasting class like the one that you just mentioned right now, or have you been adapting in any way your classes? Yes, pues my, as I told you, my passion is to share Mexican food, Mexican gastronomy all over the world. So 
when all this happens, we, we suspended our in-person classes, of course. Um, we try, we really try very hard at how to, uh, how to keep the business up and running, how to keep the sharing of, of all these uh, dishes. Um, we were able to organize our online cooking classes. So now we are doing this enchilada, some chilaquiles class <laughs> alive. So when online, so people is now uh, able to, to, to recreate them. This is at home. So this is, has been amazing. That's great. So if the people who is listening right now, how they can join you, how they can find about you, how they can uh, join a class. Well, sure, sure. sure. Um, well, the project is called Aura Cocina Mexicana. In English, is Aura Mexican Cooking. And you can go to our website, Aura, A-U-R-A, Mex, M-E-X, Cooking, AuraMexCooking.com. And there you can find like all the descriptions of the classes. We have like the online. We have a taco version. We have enchiladas, chilaquiles are more for breakfast. And several, several other classes that you can choose from. And the whole idea of this online experience is that you are in your house, you prepare, you prep for the class, and then we connect via the computer, and then we can cook together. So this has been such a wonderful experience, Arturo. I cannot tell you enough because the in these challenging times as we're living, these uh, online cooking classes give you the opportunity to travel even when it's not possible, or to join with your family and to have dinner, even even without the, with, even with the social distance, at some point you are doing an activity together. So we are reconnecting families, groups of friends, celebrating birthdays, anniversaries, and it's amazing how food brings people together and gives you a reason to, to gather. So I cannot tell you how, this last month of my life has gone, has been, but yeah. uh, it has been such an amazing experience to be able to help people to reconnect with their beloved ones and to do it uh, through our Mexican gastronomy. For me, it's a privilege, it's a joy to do this. Well, I'm super happy that you have been, your classes have been a success because I know that you have worked a lot to achieve the, the place that you have now, your school and everything that you have. And I really recommend that you sign up for your classes. And I'm happy that you had the time, the chance to share that experience with our listeners. So please, if you go there, join to a cooking class with Graciela. And well, thank you so much for being here, Grace. I think that all the week you have pretty much you are doing classes, right? Yes, I do four classes per day. We actually are a team. This is a family cooking studio. So it's my sister. My cousin, my sister Lorena, my cousin Christelle and me are the ones that uh, teach the classes. And yes, uh, but we have a space. We have a space and we can always make a space for you. So yes, our Mexico underground uh, friends, please say more than welcome. And um, thank you, Arturo, for this opportunity to share what we are doing now. And I really appreciate and I encourage all the new listeners to subscribe to your podcast because you always bring like very interesting content and new uh, information about Mexican gastronomy. And this is very important as well. So thank you, Arturo. Thank you for this. 
Thanks. Well, when all the social distancing is over, we have to organize a party. And I think that your school will be great for that. So <laughs> yes, that's a deal. Now we have a deal, Arturo. Close to close. Yeah, I'm counting the days to, to see my friends again. Open the days to, you counting the days to travel. But every day that passes is one less, one less, uh, <laughs> one day menos, one less day, no? Yeah, one day less. <laughs> and I focus, um, and I tell you this, I'm focusing always uh, in counting my blessings. So for yeah. all the people that are listening to us, please count every day your blessings, keep your spirits high, and this will get better sooner or, or sooner than we think. This will get better. So, but thank you. Thank you for the space. I'm looking forward to meet you in person again. And <laughs> Welcome your uh, your followers, of course. Great, amazing. Well, stay cooking, Grace. Stay cooking your delicious dishes and stay healthy, please. All right. Thank you oh, for being oh, here. A pleasure, Arturo. Cook always with your heart. See you soon. See ya. Healthy, please. All right. Thank you for being here. Hey, you're still here. Thank you for listening. I hope that you're already subscribed. And if you can, please leave a review. That will be great. Uh, also remember that I have a YouTube channel, which uh, lately I have been doing Spanish classes, especially if you want to practice your conversational skills, your pronunciation and your listening skills. The link is in the description below and also the links to my Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. Uh, thank you for listening again and well, till next week. See ya.